Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ryan Rucco of ESPN. He was on the call last night of Cavaliers 76ers. He'll be on the call tonight with Louisville against Notre Dame and the women's hoops on ESPN. Ryan, appreciate you jumping in, man, with us and taking some time. You got it. Happy to join you guys. Uh, first off, I'm, I'm curious what was going through your head in crunch time of that game last night as the Cavs Mobley misses that that bunny shot and then it takes 10 seconds for the Cavs to make a decision on whether or not they're going to foul, trap, whatever. What was kind of going through your head as you're watching this all unfold in front of you? Well, first of all, like obviously Mobley got a great look there and he had had a really big second half um, and you know would have made it a one-possession game. And, and so you're thinking like, oh, missed opportunity for some drama. But I just, I, I just thought they absolutely should not have fouled, and uh, and and you know Jeff and Gundy agreed, and and I don't think, and I didn't see what JB said after the game, but to me, it was very clear JB was just trying to get the team to trap, not foul, and was you know doing the motion with his hands that you know kind of universally means trap, um, but. Early on in the possession, it looked like Jared Allen was trying to foul from jump. And, uh, and I just didn't understand it. You know, Philadelphia is an outstanding free throw shooting team. They're second in the league. Only Miami's better. Um, and I, you know, first of all, you let 15 seconds of the shot clock go before you fouled. And when you did foul, there was 40 seconds left. You're down four. You get a stop there. And, you know, you got, even if they wasted every second of the shot clock, you got 30 seconds with the ball down four and timeouts. I mean, that's plenty of time to make something happen. So I just thought that was the kind of late game mistake that, you know, a team that still has, you know, very young core probably learns from and helps them execute better uh, down the stretch of a, a close game with higher stakes. How much, because a lot was made last night. The, the Cavs are coming in hot. They're on the seven game win streak. Um, and people here locally were riding high, feeling like, all right, they've, they've kind of turned that corner, they figured things out, and then you run into a team that is considered one of the elites of the, the conference in the 76ers that you're sort of measuring yourself against, and you fall short. Now, I understand, like, playoff time, these things are different. It's, it's their scheming for you. It's, it's each and every single night. It's, it's laser-focused rather than sort of just this blanket game plan that you're sort of trotting out throughout the regular season. But how much weight? Should fans, should people like us hosting a radio show, like how much should we put into a game like that, a regular season game in February, where we want to kind of use it as a measuring stick, but it's hard to really know until they get in that playoff atmosphere against a team like that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I and I think you also have to keep in mind that the Cavs were without two, you know, key rotation players, right, uh, in, in Ricky Rubio and Jetty Osmond. So it's not, you know, completely apples to apples comp. Plus, you know, Danny Green, where he may get to, you know, once he's played a while, once he has some conditioning. But I do think that, you know, the interesting thing about playoff basketball, and you mentioned the word matchups, is it yields answers for what's missing in order to get over the top. And throughout the course of the regular season, a lot of times you can mask flaws or overcome them, and then you face a matchup where they become clear. And when you project ahead, you realize, oh, that's going to be an issue come the playoffs. Um, And I think what we saw last night is something that's going to be an issue for the Cavs come the playoffs, and that is the lack of three-point shooting ability from their forwards. You know, yes, they have incredibly talented offensive guards in Mitchell and Garland, but when the defense collapses on them and they're going to spray the ball, you know, to the wing or to the corner, they're going to need their forwards to hit threes. And that's not something that's going to happen with any regularity yet from Evan Mobley. Obviously, Jared Allen isn't going to be out there as the, as the five. Um, and then, you know, you feel Jetty Osmond shoots him with volume, something Jeff talked about last night. So that's the guy who might be hot and cold. He's the guy who really plays a huge role there. Because Okoro, for as well as he shot it over the last, you know, 25 games, he does not shoot a lot of them. And that's a problem. Um, so for me, the, 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 if there's going to be a fatal flaw from the Cavs when you talk about matching up with those top three teams in the East, it's going to be that they don't get enough shooting from the forward position. And I am not sure that that problem has been addressed yet with this roster. Now, when you're building a potential championship contender, usually you go through waves of figuring out, okay, we have this, we have this. What is it we don't have? Now how do we get it? You know, and I have a feeling that at the end of the playoffs, we will be saying, okay, it's very clear what this Cavs team's missing. It is they need to have forwards who can hit the three with more regularity, more volume than they do right now to surround Mitchell and Garland with. How do they make that happen? So I do actually think that last night's game probably gave us some insight into what will be their eventual undoing in the playoffs. You know, Ryan, with that being said, are you surprised now to hear that the Cavaliers are are most likely going to buy out Kevin Love? I mean, I'm not saying Kevin Love can give him a ton of minutes, but he is a forward that can shoot. Yeah, that's a great point because he is the guy who's capable of doing that. But, you know, I'm not surprised just in the sense of he was given a really, really, really long leash this season, right, to produce. And the production just never came along. Um, and so, you know, you could go back to it and say, hey, let's give it one more try. Let's get him back in the rotation and see what's going on. But, you know, they have been getting results lately, obviously, with the seven-game winning streak, uh, you know, which he was not a part of the rotation. And I also think it's not like he went through a little cold spell and they sort of acted impulsively. I think, if anything, they, hang, they hung on longer to the idea of Kevin staying in the rotation because of how much he means to the franchise and has meant to the franchise. So while he can shoot, 
I'm not sure that is where the answer is going to be for this group this season. Um, but you're right in the sense of, like, since that answer isn't going to come externally at this point, unless there's someone unforeseen in the buyout market coming their way, um, yeah, I could see where you'd say, like, hey, might as well maybe give it one more chance because otherwise this will be your eventual undoing. Talk with Ryan Ruka on the hotline. A few more minutes with him here on Afternoon Drive. Uh, another kind of quirky thing from the game last night. What was the deal with – what did you sort of find out from, from Jared Allen about the defensive three-second celebration after it was called on him? Um, I, I think some people were a little perplexed as to why he was celebrating getting called for that and obviously would turns into a turnover. Yeah, I guess basically he <laughs> – He's tried to uh, put a real emphasis on protecting the paint. And, um, and I think, you know, I, I talked to him at halftime and he just said, uh, he just said, you know, I, I, I'm just, the game, defensive game plan is to protect the paint. So I'm just being overzealous about it. Um, but I, we did a little digging after the game then. And I guess he said, uh, J.B. Bickerstaff for two years has been like, hey, stand in the paint, stand in the paint. They're not going to call it uh, and start celebrating. And he said, celebrate and look at the bench and blame it on them. So meaning if he gets called for it, because he's basically been coached just to stay in the paint, <laughs> look at the bench and say, hey, this is what you wanted me to do. So I think that's what was behind Jared Allen. And he just he just really got into the role, I'd say. He took it to the next level. Yeah, that, well, now the cat's out of the bag, so uh, they're just going to keep calling it on Cleveland, I feel like, now that now that everybody knows the secret that he was just told to stand in the paint. Um, where do you think, Ryan, the Cavs stack up in the Eastern Conference? Like, is there anybody below them? Is, is four sort of where they fit? Can they actually top any of these teams ahead of them? And is there anybody below them that would give you some pause or concern for Cleveland in the postseason? No, I, I mean, I think that I will be stunned if any of the top three teams in the East being Boston, Milwaukee, and uh, Philadelphia, I'll be stunned if they lose in the first round. Um, I, don't, I think Cleveland is, a, is definitely a second-round team. I wouldn't be as stunned if they lost in the first round, but I still think they should be the overwhelming favorites to win a 4-5 series, no matter who it's against, whether it's you know, Brooklyn, Miami, the Knicks, you know, I think Cleveland would be the favorites. And look, when you have guys who can score, the way that Mitchell and Garland can score in those tight games late, you can never write that team off completely. You combine that with a team that plays really committed, incredibly athletic, versatile defense, and, you know, they're a team that can get a stop and a score in a big moment. There's no doubt. But where I think they're going to run into trouble when teams are game planning for them is exactly what you saw, saw last night. You know, you're going to have a bunch of wide-open looks from Okoro, from Mobley. Um, you know, Osmond will have to be the answer from three in those situations. And, you know, it also may mean more time with Mobley and Allen not on the floor together uh, as a way to try and answer. So, I, I, you know, what we've seen in the playoffs is teams are always one injury away from things changing. So at full strength, do I think Cleveland's quite ready to get over Philadelphia, Boston, or Milwaukee? I, I don't. But are they close enough that if those teams have one injury, they could? 
Absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, that's a significant step. I think if you're Cleveland right now, if you're a Cavs fan, you should be looking at this season and saying, like, I want to see my team in the second round, and I want to see them play an incredibly competitive six or seven game series against Boston, Milwaukee, or Philly, whoever they'd end up playing. And if anything else happens beyond that, that's gravy. But that should be, I think, kind of the goal and expectation that you then use as a further building block. Because the thing to remember is, you guys know this better than me, but it's such a young core. It really is. And it takes some, you know, callousing from playoff experiences to continue to grow. No different than that mistake with fouling last night helps you grow in that situation moving forward. So I think, you know, it's hard because you can see the potential and you want the biggest league to happen right now. I think if we're being fair and we take the 30,000-foot view, they're not quite in the class of Boston and Milwaukee. And, you know, Philadelphia is just a hair below those two, and then Cleveland's just a hair below them. He's Ryan Rucco, play-by-play man for ESPN. He was on the call of Cavs 76ers last night. Right back at it tonight, calling Louisville at number 10, Notre Dame on the women's basketball side of things. And if you want to get your Ryan Rucco or your college women's college hoops fix, you can find them on ESPN. Ryan, appreciate the time, my man. Thanks so much for stopping by and giving us a little bit of a few minutes. You got it, guys. Be well. Thanks, Ryan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 